Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast with your hosts, Rail Bricker and Lindsay Adams. Welcome back. This is Rail Bricker from Perth, Western Australia, and we're running solo today. My special guest today hails from Las Vegas, Nevada. JP, or Jonathan Price, as he's more formally known, has turned his passion for car audio into an e-commerce eight-figure business. In five years, he went from working out of his parents' attic to making $20 million in sales annually in an online car audio industry, and a figure that's quite unheard of in that sector. Now, JP has a thriving YouTube community of fellow bass heads, and we'll explore that word in a minute, with 500,000 subscribers and coaches and others creating their passion for business. Welcome, JP. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on here all the way from Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, as I always say, we're coming to you from the future because we're in Australia. So, (laughs) JP, the topic today that we're going to be covering is how you turn your top five tips and potentially a bonus tip, your top five tips for turning your YouTube channel into a client acquisition channel. So hit us up with tip number one. So the first tip that I would give people is to just start on some sort of social media. If we're talking about YouTube primarily on this one, it could be YouTube, it could be Facebook, Instagram, whichever one you want to do. I would suggest doing all of them, but sometimes you get better at a certain one than others. Uh, my biggest following happens to be on YouTube. So the way that I started my thing, since I am into car audio and car audio sales now, um, I was going to shows or car audio shows and i had a a vehicle that had a very large uh, sound system in there so this is where it would draw i know you said the word bass heads uh we call it bass heads because um the thing that people follow us for is this crazy amount of bass that we have in these vehicles and um anyway i would take it to shows and um that's how i started creating uh, and i would video and i put it on youtube and the people would start watching my youtube channel and when i started out obviously i had five subscribers and i would go to a show and i'd share my videos and they say you know i have 50 subscribers and it just keeps it kept growing and growing and that was how i started it that was that was the tip to starting it just just put something out there you're not going to be perfect you're going to stutter a lot you're going to have all these hard times when you're starting and I still do I'm still not a perfect speaker by any chance uh by any way and but you just keep going and people will also if you do have faults like that they'll know you're a real person you you make mistakes you stutter you uh have hard times as well so that gives them a good connection with you so you you mentioned a few things there and I want to you and in our pre-recording conversation you mentioned them a few times you went to the shows and you you pumped the flesh and you shook the hands and you high-fived people and they all admired your car. How important is that in this digital world? Because you get guys who say, you know, you can you can build an eight-figure business by sitting in your pajamas in your lounge room. <laughs> yeah, there, there will always be the people that say those things, uh, but I can, I'd be willing to bet the amount of people that maybe have pulled that off would be one in a billion like to be able to sit there and and not put in that much work and grow something like this very difficult so kudos to them if they were the one in a billion that was able to do it um but yes being at these places 
it could be anything i'm just using like i said i'm just using core audio because that's what i'm into but going to these shows in person shaking their hands like having conversations with them you can never replicate that or replace that via zoom or online it's just not the same and that's why people um, that i can guarantee you we can use this as an example if you had a person that was trying to say sell you something and you we're like, okay, I'll just Zoom you. We'll have a meeting. And both people were offering the same exact thing, same price, everything. But the other person said, I'm going to, I'll be at your office tomorrow. They fly across the country. They walk up to you into your office or show up at your business. Like, hey, I wanted to present this offer to you. Uh, it, like you have that in-person conversation. I can guarantee you the person is going to see that effort that you put forth to get there and um, be there with them in person, then they're going to go with that person. I can guarantee you that. So yeah, there's no replacing in-person interaction. That's fantastic. So hit us up with top number two. So the other thing is when you when you start your following and you aren't selling something, a lot of people, I think, do this backwards. So, and, and sometimes you have to because you have the business idea before you even think about uh, having social media. And a lot of people don't even want to be on social media, which I think is crazy because you can reach so many more customers when you do that. Um, but when I started my YouTube channel, I was just going to these shows. I was doing something that I love to do. So I was enjoying going to the shows. I was documenting it and I was putting it on YouTube and people would see, they would go after the show and see themselves on the videos and they would like it. They would comment and it just turned into a snowball. But the thing was, I wasn't selling anything at that time. So that made it where people they really were building this more personable relationship with me. Like, Oh, this guy's not trying to force a sale on me of anything. Like he's just sharing these videos. And sometimes there's videos of them getting, a uh, we call it a demo. Like if we demonstrate the vehicle to the person and they hear it, they feel it, they um, have a crazy reaction to it. They get to see themselves on the video. So um, that was the important thing to grow the YouTube channel fast was I wasn't selling anything to people initially. So I think that's a good thing to do. If you are just getting started, you don't really know what you are wanting to do. Obviously you want to do something that you're going to be passionate about if you can. That's very important. And you can just start sharing stuff um, on YouTube and people will start watching it. And I know there's a lot of people also that say, well, I don't do anything that's interesting. And I'm like, you may not think that, but I know people that are plumbers or landscapers or something like that. And they share just time lapses of them doing uh, the jobs or like a plumber will make make it somehow funny that he's plunging a toilet and people like he gets all these views and everything. I'm like, so don't tell me you can't. You just have to think outside of the box a little bit to make your content interesting and people will follow you. They'll more so because they know you're just a person just like they are. And, and you mentioned that earlier on, I mean, that your videos are not always perfect, at least, you know, you've probably got better. And I know on my own social media channels over, you know, the years I've been recording video now, I've definitely got better. I'm not great. I'm not this, I, I'm not applying for a job on TV news just yet. <laughs> but, but you are improving is the thing. Absolutely. And and I mean, yeah. I spend a lot of time on video, but, but, but do you think that made people attracted to you more because you were human? 
Absolutely. That's and I, I tell people that a lot as well. Um, when people notice, like for instance, I'll every every human out there has some sort of problem at some point, whether a blemish on their face or whatever it might be. Um, so if I happen to have a big pimple or a, some acne on my face at the time, and I'm like, I will, I will still go live and do a live video. I will introduce the video and like, Hey, JP here. Uh, I'm bringing this new product to you. It's me and my big zit on my forehead or something like that. And people will be in the comments laughing. They're like, man, it's cool. Like you have bad hair days or bad facial days or, or whatever. You, you're just a human, just like we are. So it makes them have the, they know you're authentic. You're not trying to be fake and uh, be something that you're just not. Um, so that makes them want to interact with you more knowing that you're not some you're not projecting yourself as some perfect individual that never has any type of blemishes or anything okay fantastic so now tip number three for turning your youtube channel into a client acquisition channel so this is when so we went through the first couple of things and what this was doing i didn't know at the time but uh, it was creating a demand uh, by people liking it and wanting car audio. Again, I'm using car audio because that's what I'm into, and that's what I. This is how I grew this. But so at the time, I wasn't selling anything, uh, and it was every time I would go and people would get this uh, demonstration of the, my vehicle, it would just wow them, and they would ask me, "Where do you get this stuff from?" or "Like, who do you buy it from?" They kept asking me this over and over, uh, but it was growing my following. So I didn't know at that time, but it was eventually going to turn into my customers. But at that time, I'm just like, oh, cool. I got a bunch of followers online. I got a bunch of subscribers. I, I might end up being YouTube famous one day. That would be cool. <laughs> but I didn't know what I was like really doing with it. I just thought I was going to be YouTube famous. Um, but anyway, so it was creating this demand for car audio products when people would listen to it. So they kept asking me that, where do you get your product from? Where do you get your product from? And finally, after I don't know how many times it took, but the light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, man, I could be selling these people this stuff. But I didn't know anything about business. I didn't know anything about selling anything. But it did. It, it made the light bulb go off and like, I could be selling these people this stuff. I have to figure that out because they're already demanding it from me. Basically, they're asking, where do you get this from? So um, that was the next thing I had to figure out was, how do you even start a business? <laughs> how well, how does business even work? Because I'd only just like really worked for people my whole life before this. And I mean, at, at the time, Jonathan, you were, or JP, uh, you were obviously in a job and this was just your passion that you could hear your car coming down the road, you know, from a couple blocks away, I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, did the idea of, you know, being in business, like, throw you off your tracks? Oh, definitely. It was, uh, I mean, it was super scary um, to the point of where when I, so I had the idea, like, I could be selling these people this stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll figure out how to start a business. I didn't know it would be so easy to get a business license in the United States. It's like anybody can do that in probably like a few hours. It's not that big of a deal. But when you just don't know, you just don't know. So um, anyway, I started it. But I always, for some reason, thought that salesmen were bad people or evil. So I'm like, I don't want anybody to know that I'm selling anything. 
uh, like so even though i had a following and a social media like my social media was following uh following was growing and growing uh i'm like but i'm not gonna post anything to tell anybody that i'm offering these products because i don't want people to think i'm this bad uh, an evil salesman guy that <laughs> so I, I never said anything about me being a salesman so when uh the only time i would contact somebody it would be if i'm like on social media and somebody says hey do you have this subwoofer or, or somebody's looking for a subwoofer i would message that person i wouldn't post publicly on their comment i would message them and say uh hey i can i i, I offer that product if you want to buy it i can uh, get it to you or whatever but that would be the only way that i would tell people that i would sell stuff because i at that time i also did not have a website for people to come purchase product from me 24 hours a day 365 days a year so I was having to do everything manually, but that was kind of how it went from like me not even having a business to starting the business a little bit and then being ashamed of being somebody that sold products for a profit and uh, then turning it into like where I wasn't so bashful about it anymore. I was more actively seeking customers and then obviously started the website and that was a whole life change right there. Okay, so talking of changing your life, let's go to to change points. Tip number four for turning your YouTube channel into a client acquisition channel. Yeah, so that like I guess this could be one and the same, but uh, the biggest thing that I want people to know is if you build a personal relationship with these people, and yes, you're going to be doing it online most of the time. Most of my followers have no never met me in person they just see me online so uh but they have this connection with me so when i did put it out there that i was um like hey i started downforsoundshop.com i'm selling car audio products and most of these people were following me for car audio content or car show content anyway so i was already building that personal relationship with them and and i didn't even know it at that time i didn't know what i was doing other than getting famous on the internet maybe but when i started the website and i saw people that I had seen at shows or they had seen my videos, they would comment and like, you can do order comments on orders on our website. And even to this day, I have people that will leave a comment saying, I, I met you at a show 10 years ago and uh, I always liked you. I wanted to buy something from you, but I've never been able to purchase something because I've always been tight on money, whatever. But it, it took 10 years for that person but it happened like they they've been following me all that time and 10 years later they're like I, I wanted to support you and i finally was able to purchase something and so that that personal organic relationship that you build with them is that uh, you can't really put a, a a dollar number on it it's it's invaluable like the the amount of um help that it is for you to get your stuff going like obviously people spend money on ads and I didn't spend money on ads until, and that'll be another um, section. We'll talk about ad spend, but the, the most in, way more important than spending money on ads is building a organic following, doing something you love and sharing it with the world. Okay. And so a lot of the, you know, I get hit up and I'm sure you do every day with, you know, Every time I post on Instagram, I get five people DMing me and saying, do you want 20,000 or 100,000 followers in a, only a dollar a follower or 10 cents a follower, whatever the case may be. I mean, and, and I just kind of delete those and get rid of them. But 
but you know i think you've made a the, the most the most amazing point you made there is organic reach like really getting out there and creating a, a human being that people want to follow so jonathan hit us up with tip number five for turning a youtube channel into a client acquisition channel how how's it all come together so the way that i kind of was getting into that but you're you need to fill that demand with what the like i don't know if you want to call it a problem but people want to say you sell the problem or you sell the solution to a problem um it's not really a, a problem unless you think like you needing car audio so bad it's a problem you need to like so um, anyway you you need to feel the demand for these people um and it could be if say you own a plumbing company you could sell um it could be like a little tutorial on like how to plunge your toilet properly or what to look out for how to do maintenance on different things that, that's involved with plumbing whatever uh so you need to be able to feel the demand that you're creating and you can obviously you, you're always learning a, a, along the way and you are always navigating the the ship and changing course and seeing you, you always want to test and try something and if it doesn't work you can always change and try something else like it's not the end of the world so uh, that's the thing you need to be able to feel the demand that you create with these customers that you have uh, built up well i call them supporters because um, they're fans and supporters i believe initially and then they kind of get turned into customers a lot of times they don't even realize it <laughs> so uh anyway that's uh the big thing feeling the demand Okay, and you you made a comment there that actually echoes the the back cover of my book that I published in 2018 that said sometimes you just have to dive in and adjust your course while you're moving. And 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 I think that's the biggest fear that holds back a lot of people as entrepreneurs. They they go, "Oh my god, I've done 27 spreadsheets trying to work out if this is the right number, the right business for me." And you just seem to go let me find out how to get a business license. Oh, that's not so hard. Let's go to the next step. Um, you know, and 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 I I love entrepreneurship. I, mean, I think that's what both Lindsay and I thrive on is is working with with groups of entrepreneurs around the world. Um, when we first started, when we when we chatted initially, you said you wanted to add a a bonus tip. So you know, bonus tip. We'll call it tip five and a half because you know it is called the top five podcast. So, so tip five and a half for turning your YouTube channel into a client acquisition channel. So the the biggest thing with growing a organic following is when you do get to the point. Obviously, when a business starts, there the budget for advertisement spend is usually is either non-existent or like is very small. So when you have an organic following, you're already able to get a lot of engagement and companies die for engagement. Like they want people to comment, like, and share their stuff. So when you already have people doing that for basically free because you have organic following, when you do decide to start dumping some ad dollars on that, it really ramps up your like your exposure that you get. Because I can go live on, say, my Facebook page will will go live, and um, I'll be doing a product like unboxing. And since I have like a good following, and people are already um, engaging with me on there, if we just dump like so, I can reach I don't know a thousand, uh, sorry, a hundred thousand people 
pretty easily on there. But if we dump like a hundred or 200 bucks on there, we can easily reach a million people just by like a couple hundred bucks. It's, it's crazy. So, uh, but you can't do that. I know people that spend a couple hundred bucks trying to get a few views or trying to get a couple of comments and we get all that stuff on the front side. So when we dump a couple hundred bucks on there, we really get an explosion of engagement. It's, it's so much, um, so much sharing and liking, commenting is, is just, uh, an awesome thing. So that would be my tip, uh, to when you do get to the point of where you can throw a little bit of ad spend on there. Uh, it'll really blow up if you grew it the right way. And like you were saying, with those companies that say, oh, we you can buy a million followers or buy whatever. The problem with that is they're, these people that do that, you can see it more and more. They're getting exposed to the people that pay for their following. And I can tell you how to look for that. When a person, I know a lot of these people, when people like say that they have, or you can go on their page, oh, they have hundreds of thousands of followers, a million followers, and they make a post and they get like five likes or one comment. I'm like, that lets you know, like, come on, man, you tell me you have a million people following you and you get five likes. Come on. You know, you paid for your following. And at that point, it's it just it's just a number on a screen. Nobody cares that you have a million followers if nobody's in, if nobody's engaging with you. What good is it doing you? So that's a way you can find out if somebody has bought their following. If they have a big following and nobody responds to what they're doing or saying, that's a, a pretty clear indicator. That's fantastic, JP. I mean, I, I love your story. I love your your raw honesty that you. You know, you said, well, hey, I suddenly realized I had this light bulb moment and it was there was a business in this. And and it's interesting in my book as well. I mentioned the fact that I never saw myself ever as a salesman until I had a light bulb moment and went. But we're always selling, whether we're trying to attract a partner, whether we're in a meeting and trying to convince them of something. Um, we're selling. And so let's just embrace it. And everybody in the world sells. And I work with a lot of governments and government departments. And and you talk to government employees and they go, I don't sell. And I go, well, last week's strategy meeting that you had and you were trying to convince them to go down this road. Yeah, I did that. Well, you were selling, you know, so, 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 you know, the, and you can uh, even so, be, you can even be selling your kid on why they should be doing their laundry. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's absolutely it's a it, it's a fantastic skill so jp if my listeners would like to get hold of you uh contact you watch your youtube what's the best way for them to connect with you yeah if you'd like to check out my youtube channel it is the life of price on youtube i think we just cruised through half a million subscribers on there uh, on Instagram, we have The Life of Price and also downforsoundshop.com. Same thing on Facebook, uh, The Life of Price, downforsoundshop.com. And I also have my personal Facebook that a lot, I think I'm coming up on 30,000 people following my personal Facebook. Just like I said, that organic following, people want to see that you're a real person. Like, what do you, what do you do in your life? You're not just this business owner that hides in the shadows or whatever. Like, I take my daughter to, on breakfast dates, uh, I play with my dog, like I jump in the pool. I do the same stuff. So people like to see like people, what you're up to. So anyway, that's uh, where people can follow me at. And if they want to buy some core audio, downforsoundshop.com. That's fantastic, JP. Thank you for sharing your story, your ideas for 
turning your YouTube channel into a client acquisition channel, coming to us from Las Vegas in Nevada. Oh, you might think my pronunciation is a bit wrong, but uh, thank you for joining us. This is Rail Bricker from Perth, Western Australia, signing off for another edition of the Top 5 Podcast.